Welcome to the Parts Cast. Eric Koenig, Vice President of Brand and Communication with Parts Town. And today we're going to be talking about touch of solutions, but really what we're also talking about is innovation, you know, and innovation driven by by customer need and driven by, you know, let's face it, the pandemic. You know, we've been we've been living for the last seven months in a, in an unprecedented time and that is requiring us to rethink how we do everyday tasks. So joining us today on the on the parts cast is David Maroon, Vice President of Sale with Sales with Server Products. You know, so first David, thank you for joining the parts cast. And bef- before we jump in, do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Thank you. Yeah, great great to be here. Um hey. I've been in the food service industry for a little over 20 years, and during that time, worked very closely with a lot of new products um, targeted toward food safety, uh, hand safety, hand hygiene, and and so this this current phase of uh, COVID and um, hypersensitivity, I think, to uh, you know cross contamination is very natural to me, and uh, and. Uh, not not fearful, but I embrace it because I, I, I see there's a lot of opportunity for us to continue down that path of delivering solutions to, to help people be safer in their work environment and uh, um, and, and still be efficient in their operations. Um, I uh, have worked on a global level um, with distribution and end users um, in North America and, and other markets outside of the U.S. as well. And uh, uh, the past... I would say um, seven years have focused uh, predominantly on um, more of the uh, product category um, opportunities uh, as it relates to the U.S. marketplace. Um, so it's great to be at Server. Uh, I joined the company a little over a year ago, and um, it's a wonderful, uh, uh, you know, strong niche player within a, a category that has some. Uh, tremendous opportunity to, to build on and uh, glad to be a part of that team. Great. So again, welcome, you know, and, and really, you know, server has been bringing over the last, you know, several months, you know, some really, really interesting products, which we're going to talk about as we get deeper into the conversation. But first, you know, one of the things I wanted to, to dive into is, you know, the pandemic obviously has, has asked, both customers and operators, some different questions and questions that they haven't, um, you know, been asked before and data essentials in some of their market research of late have really emphasized that touch of solutions and, you know, cleanliness and sanitation is, are one of those things that is, is now table stakes, you know, and when we talk about touchless, you know, from a from a food service perspective, there are, there are some places that we've always known it with you know the towel dispensing and things like that. When we talk about touchless for other types of products um, that have been brought to market, you know where do you see a lot of change taking place uh, in those public spaces that you know we're not used to potentially saying. Yeah, so um, I, I think a lot of the touchless solutions that we've witnessed over the past 10, 20 years, and I'll call it the away from home marketplace, many of them have been delivered utilizing battery energy sources. Um, 
and there's been some electrical, but a lot of, um, if you look at, uh, let's take for hand hygiene, for toweling and, and soap dispensing and sanitizing dispensing, um, a lot of those touchless solutions, uh, take a public washroom, it could be a, um, a toilet, a urinal, a sink, uh, a water faucet. Um, initially, many of those technologies tapped into battery-operated power source of supply. And some of them have, have become uh, electrical, which helps to improve for consistency and performance. But um, a lot of the early product suffered from, uh, you know, early stage, I guess, development that became better over time, where the consistency of the touchless experience was, was good when the battery was first placed and then when it was removed. But, but there's still that inconsistency. And so, um, you know, anytime you can have it electrically uh, powered, it's, it's superior to a battery operated. And, um, and that's, that's kind of uh, where I think um, the market is, uh, is struggling, is offering in, in when possible an electrically powered touchless but then there's times when you need to have a portable battery operated. And uh, you know, anytime your hand is touching something that someone else has touched, uh, there's an opportunity to, uh, to take it to a touchless level. And then sometimes it's re-engineering. Sometimes it's not creating a touchless door, but it's creating a labyrinth so that when you go into the washroom in a, uh, uh, in a facility, you don't need to touch a door anymore. You know, you, you go through, there's a privacy built into it. And so some of that re-engineering can take part to help create a more touchless experience. Um, in my experience in food service is the, the customer facing has a different level of sensitivity than the employee facing. You know, with employees in a food service operation, you can have processes that, that help to prevent and minimize cross-contamination. But when it comes to the public, it's hard to change their behavior or to require them to wear disposable gloves or what have you. So there's an extra sensitivity, I think, to making sure that we make it as simple and kind of idiot proof so that a patron of a, of, of a facility can um, cannot make a mistake by potentially cross-contaminating or, or getting their, you know, hands dirty or what have you. So, so that's that's where I think recently there's been a real fast push to either one, remove anything that can be touched, which we're seeing um, this past year, or two, make it so that it's contactless and touchless. And I think, you know, part of it, it's that whole customer experience value proposition that we, you know, that our, our customers are, you know, our end user customers are really after as well is that how do we minimize frustration? you know, with, with touchless operate, you know, cause you talked a little bit early on about, you know, battery operated versus electrical and how, if, if a solution isn't working, it creates a sense of frustration. That's going to force them to want to touch something. It defeats the purpose. If you have a product that doesn't have the reliability and you need to override it with a manual touch point to override that because the touchless uh, is inconsistently um, operating that's a problem. You know, if it's one out of every five times you have to touch the product, um, or if it's, uh, uh, you know, anytime you have to touch it, if you're intending to make it a, a contactless experience, you want it to be 100% of the time contactless. And that's, that's a challenge that we face is delivering good, consistent quality solutions that um, ensure 
uh, reliability. Yeah, and you know, and so that you know, and that really becomes that that reliability piece is you know, I guess we call it evolutionary innovation is to how to make sure the the product performance. You know, it might not be a game changer from the standpoint of I've never seen this before. The old Steve Jobs model: customers don't know what they want until you give it to them. But curating those products that you know take that step to ah, okay, this I this works and it works consistent consistently. You know, can you talk? You know, tell us a little bit about you know server and their philosophy of, of innovation because you know the products that you know that we'll talk about are are innovative and it's it marks a I'll say an evolution in server yeah no no doubt i mean server was born from innovation it's i think its first flagship product was a, a butter warmer and um, there was a need in the market to have for uh, theaters and and popcorn butter and so forth uh, a heated solution that you know uh, provided, uh, you know, dispensing and also maintained quality of the butter as well. Um, at its at its inception, it was it was kind of a challenge, and I think the uh, um, as as one of the first uh, flagship products, that solution kind of um, gave way to future, you know, subsequent innovations throughout the years. Whether it was with dry foods dispensing or um, the market started to shift to uh, more sustainable pouch type uh, packaging, flexible packaging with a lot of food, uh, liquid food. And, and server was at the forefront of that um, as well. Innovating, taking existing dispensing solutions that provided um, reliability, quality, portioning accuracy, um, and uh, ultimately, you know, uh, benefit to the, to the operators as a result of that. But um, then kind of took steps, steps to include that it would work with packaging that was now flexible, that would give you, you know, the added savings on, on food because you had no more waste. You had 98% evacuation. Now what we're seeing is um, continued evolution, not just in types of saucing that you might be dispensing, but also uh, the requirement almost overnight where all of a sudden, if it was a touch point, it now needs to be touchless. And that might be more so for front of the house with the public than for back of the house, but the desire is on both sides. The ROI or the, the cost you know, that, that you can incur is less questionable on, on when it's a front of the house guest experience. And it might be more sensitive for a back of the house operation where you have other measures that can help to reduce um, uh, you know, cross-contamination, cross but um, that almost happened overnight, I think, in our industry um, this past year where we saw everything front of the house, tabletop, countertop, uh, customer, customer use. If it was deemed reusable by more than one person, it kind of had to be uh, removed overnight. And so we were forced to, um, to take ourselves to that, you know, that next step, which had you know, it had already been kind of talked about in, in the design with some of our new technologies coming out anyways, but it really accelerated us to, um, to just to drive and deliver on that um, touchless experience. So, um, but from its inception 70 years ago, uh, server started by innovating solutions for, for end users. And, and today we continue. Uh, it's exciting because where you, if you look back at a lot of our legacy products, there's a lot of mechanical um, workhorse 
really high quality stainless steel type product. And if you look at what we're launching and what we're introducing moving forward, there's more electronics, there's more intelligence in the smartness of our electronics and how it interfaces with the customers. And that's very different than where we were seven years ago, but it's building upon the base competency that this organization has in delivering the ultimate kind of dispensing solution for liquid and, and uh, uh, non-liquid foods, basically. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's allowing, it, I, I like to look at it this way anyway, and I could be completely off. You know, if we think about restaurants and the, the creativity that chefs are leveraging on a day-to-day basis and you know, you combine that with the creativity and the solutions that, you know, that server provides. The two are actually, you know, it brings the two together to sort of say, okay, how do we solve the problem to get something new and exciting in front of a customer? You know, it's, it really opens up, you know, a number of possibilities to sort of say, how do I take, you know, 20 sauces and put them in a footprint that, you know, used to be just ketchup and mustard or something like that. I think there's like, you know, the world of possibilities. Yeah. Space is, space is um, uh, a valuable resource and there's less and less of it available to us. So, you know, we, we, we're challenged with that and whether it's through remote dispensing or through a more compact ultimate design, sometimes that touches into the packaging that the customer gets. Um, But that's a major consideration as well. Um, Definitely. And, you know, and so when we talk about, um, you know, revolutionary innovation, you know, I think the use of data is revolutionary innovation, especially, I think, in food service. You know, we talk a lot about connectivity and, and things like that, but the use of data in how, you know, our, you know, our equipment works with the, with our operators to give them the most, the most information as, as possible, you know, so server has the smartware platform, you know, that, that helps leverage data. Can you talk a little bit about what that platform does and the benefits for customers? Yes. It's, you know, it, because we're bringing in, um, electronics and, um, intelligent, uh, boards, we have the ability now to not only program sometimes our dispensing solutions with greater ease because we don't have the limitations of uh, a mechanical mechanism. It's now electronic, but we're also capturing data. And that data is used for, you name it, um, uh, alerting uh, for, 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 for usage, for preventative maintenance, for um, user interface communication. Um, we're seeing, um, you know, all of a sudden you're, your equipment, in this case, uh, take a server dispenser, is able to communicate back to either the operator or the public interfacing or the user interfacing with the product to give them uh, important information back, um, which you know a lot of times is uh, is valuable. Like with larger chains, they they love that because it gives them better intelligence to make smarter uh, purchasing decisions with supply chain based on usage. It also allows them to measure, you know, outage and, and consequent, you know, customer experience as a result of that. Um, if we can share that that information and, and with the technology we're putting into our products, it makes it um, relatively easy to share that with customers. Uh, we have a platform, a proprietary platform, 
and our Smartware's uh, product solutions that allows operators to get that information to use really to the ability that they're capable of uh, at, a, at a central headquarters or at an individual store level. You know, even, even things like you wouldn't think, but if there's an LTO menu change and you want to change the name of a sauce that, that you're offering the public, you have the ability to deploy that against thousands of store locations utilizing IoT technology. And um, something as small as that, well, I'll just go and program it and I'll put a new label on or I'll, put, I'll program it at the individual point of use. You do that 5,000 times and it's no longer a simple task. No. And technology brings that, brings that now to the forefront and it allows us to, to do that. So we're really excited about, about this new Smartware's platform. Um, and we know that um, its opportunities are very into the future, but also the present. Um, and, uh, and I, think, I think servers at the, um, at the earlier stages in the marketplace, it exists, but um, not to the level uh, within our category uh, we haven't seen. So we're excited to, uh, to, to launch that. No, and you know, in, a, in a quick touch point for, our, for, our, for our, our listeners, LTO, limited time offer, just in case they, they are unaware of the acronym. But I think the other thing that, you know, technology like this does and, you know, and, and brands crave it is consistency, you know. And so how do we make sure that, you know, from dispensing the right amount to, you know, and even like I said, you know, back a house and, you know, someone's putting together a hamburger, making sure they're putting the right amount of ketchup and mustard and pickle relish and or pickle or whatever, you know, you put on, on any sort of sandwich that that, too, is 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 that comfort level, you know, cause I think the one thing that, you know, the pandemic is also proven out is that we look for things that are comfortable for us and, you know, what food and nothing is more comforting than food for, for a lot of people. And this helps lay into that, that, uh, that need for, uh, comfort is, is consistency and technology is one of those ways for, for us to, to get there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny. I was, um, I think last year I was at a, uh, doing some store development on a, on a new product solution and it was um, tied to the use of a microwave in this chain. And it so happened that the pre preset programs on the microwave were off calibration and they had been overridden locally by uh, some of the um, supervisors or management of this particular restaurant. And so they might have had 15 or 20 different preset programs, but they weren't necessarily the current set approved by corporate. And what it did was it really underscored to me that that was a huge opportunity because if you're able to send that remotely and make sure that I know that every one of my microwaves or every one of my ovens or toasters or dispensers it's synchronized to the new menu set. I know that I'm going to ensure consistent quality and output. And um, that was a great example. And that was not in a small chain either. Um, uh, and uh, those are challenges that operators face. And, uh, you know, training employees when you have a, a average, you know, tenure of a, a month and a half at a fast food chain uh, is not easy, right? So you want to make it as simple as possible and leveraging technology to do that is, is, uh, I believe the way to go. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, that, that employee turnover and that, you know, that constant retraining is always the, the, 
the little the hobgoblin of consistency and brand performance. And you know, anytime we can create a, a solution for for customers that get to you know a happy customer at the end of end of a meal is 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 what we're after. Um, I want to circle back a little bit on on innovation and thinking ahead to you know where we've been and what the the you know servers history but the the pandemic driving the fast a faster need for innovation in let's face it an industry that has not been a fast evolver over over the years you know your 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 personal philosophy on innovation because you know you've talked about how passionate you are about innovation you know when you think about innovation what gets your your mind spinning and going in a thousand different directions i think there's 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 a couple of views um on um on how it can help to improve our lives and um your competitiveness in the market as well there's there's cumulative stepped approach where you know you're, you're making steps progressively towards something bigger better and ultimately different you know five years down the road and 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 you know if you call that innovation light or not it um it's valuable and important um and that's that that's definitely a part of it and then there's some transformative where you kind of leapfrog and you introduce something that's a bit of a game changer in a quick period of time and those are few and far between but in my experience, when when you look for highly innovative solutions that leapfrog where the market is and take you to a next level quickly, the less changing of behavior that's required, if that innovation doesn't require you to change behavior uh, a lot, then it can be adapted more easily. And in food service operations specifically, we're challenged with um you know operating procedures and chains and so forth and uh, uh you know while we might not you know we are actually charged with changing behavior and in, in streamlining uh, operational steps to reduce steps and make it simpler for the operator to uh, accomplish their task in less time with less steps less complexity um if it's not complex to execute and it doesn't and it's intuitive so innovation that's intuitive that's where um, it's uh, it's really fun, and and I think that uh, speaking to like t- touchless technologies when they first came out, it wasn't quite as intuitive twenty years ago, and uh, as it is today. So having a, a, a sensor activated touchless solution is is pretty commonplace nowadays, right? So seeing that in a um, in a sauce dispenser today isn't as odd as it might have been twenty years ago. And um, uh, and and it's it today is intuitive for somebody to uh, to activate it um, in a touchless fashion, whereas you know yesterday it wasn't. So if you can adapt to that new technology and that new innovation, and it and it, it transforms that experience, and you know, like in this case becomes something touchless literally overnight, but it's easy to understand, and you don't have to spend a lot of time educating the user as to how to adapt to that new technology. That's where it can be a real win. 
Yeah, no, it gets really exciting. I can't tell you how many times I've I've stood in front of something, waving my hand or doing, expecting it to be touchless, and you know, lo and behold, it's like, oh, I have to actually touch something and push a button. You know, yeah, it's it really is becoming you know a a expected piece of technology. And but you know, as soon as you take it out of a place where you don't, you put, as soon as you put it in a place you don't expect it, you know, it gets back. It, that's where you, you start to say, okay, it really has to be intuitive, like you were saying, for people to understand and put the two pieces together and say, okay, I get this. You know, so you know, like I I think about you know football stadiums now that we're you know gradually letting people back into stadiums to to enjoy the game, you know going and getting a hot dog or something like that, you know, and how manual that is, you know, server has actually come out with touchless express, you know, that I expect to hopefully see it at many stadiums as I, as I, I wander back into the world of sports. Can you talk a little bit about that product and, you know, its benefits and, you know, where you see that line going? Yeah, we have, we have, uh, you know, it, it's more than one, one product. The, the Touchless Express is is leveraging the new Touchless technology on a uh, on a legacy dispenser, which is tried and true um, uh, in the marketplace and, and designed primarily to work with pouched, fitmented uh, sauces, but also works with some direct pour. And it's a countertop unit. Um, but that same t- Touchless technology is we're extending to new lines um, uh, where you know remotely fed dispensers will also offer a touchless experience for that user interface and so for stadiums we're thinking there's opportunity for both both the countertop and that remotely fed uh, touchless dispensing experience because of the volumes associated with those you know large venues i refer to it as um kind of large batch feeding where you have a short window short period of time where you you get hundreds and thousands of folks in and they all kind of want to be dressing their sandwiches at the same time and so you want to have uh, you know, easy access to accommodating 100 people at a uh, condiment center. Um, and uh, I, I think that um, what we have is a lineup of, of products. Today, the Touchless Express, which is the first out of the gate, um, and, and it's a countertop unit and um, also offers, you can drop it into the counter, but uh, uh, I think for those large venues, um, the more the more counter space and in and, and, a lot of times I see that if they can store remotely the sauces and then feed that from a more centralized location, they can save on the amount of labor to refill and so forth. But then if you take the, um, the smartwares technology and you talk about now all of a sudden we can have alerts that are sent so that if you've got outage at this location in this dispenser, now your labor can be can be um, you can disperse it, yeah, in the right way and on an as-need basis, and so you don't need to guess or to do a visual check to see do I need to refill this. You get the alert that tells you, and that I think in a stadium type environment that would be a very valuable benefit to uh, to those facilities as well. Well, I, yeah, I mean, almost, in, but even almost in really in any environment, we think about you know streamlining employees, letting technology sort of help improve overall uh, performance and benefit of, of, of how and why you go to a, a restaurant too is, is, is a real opportunity for that, for that technology as well. 
So what's next in the, the line of server products? What, 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 are we, what are we looking forward to seeing in the market soon? You know, we're looking at um, those, those opportunities that help us to, we tend to touch on um, packaging of food um, and we touch on technology and, and, um, uh, and food costs. And, and, and so our ability to provide a solution that adapts to the change in, you know, the market's trend toward more sustainable packaging, flexible packaging um, is, is paramount. That's really important. And so we're at the forefront of that. We're, we work with real closely with food companies and with packaging uh, companies and uh, chain operators uh, looking at what's next because it's not so much the dispenser that drives the business. It might be on the food side or it might be even the packaging. And, and if there's an initiative that's, you know, driving to greater sustainability or better, you know, food cost savings because you have less waste because of a package that's being used, um, we need to be able to work with that. So we work real closely with, uh, with that side of, uh, the industry as well and, and we'll always work in concert with how your food comes if we're dispensing any type of food dry or liquid um, we're gonna make every effort to make sure that we're at the forefront of what's next in packaging that could be two years down the road um, additionally I think any you know who knows with technology at to what level does it go um, you know how far can that information and uh, remote uh, communication with your equipment and uh, operator headquarters where you can take that or from a user experience from a marketing standpoint too, um, there's an opportunity to help, uh, you know, bring, utilize that technology, not just for uh, management alerts and preventative maintenance and stuff like that, but also for possible marketing activity. Uh, so we're, we're excited. We think, um, you know, it, you look at food's not going away in food service, right? And we're all about dispensing food. Uh, liquid and dry is is our primary focus, and how we incorporate technology, and and how we work seamlessly with today's packaging and tomorrow's packaging in the future, um, whilst delivering you know like you were talking about consistency and then also um, savings uh, with your food costs um, is uh, is what we'll continue to do um, and build on. And well, and another component of that too, you know, as you talk about working, you know, working with packaging is Delivery and carryout is not going away anytime soon. You know, it's only going to continue probably to stay large and, you know, keep large, you know, for, for that. So, you know, any, any products or any thought around, you know, you know, what you see next in helping, you know, customers dispense, you know, product that's going to go out to delivery or for, for pickup. So on the immediate is, um, you know, uh, pivoting. Operators need to pivot for all of the food that is not currently available in uh, to-go packets. There's issues with to-go packets, right? And, um, uh, you know, from a food cost standpoint and even from a hygiene standpoint, but over half of sauces um, uh, in, in total in the market, between house sauces and specialty sauces, might not come in those prepackaged uh, packets that you could do at a, a take takeout takeaway, um, and so therefore offering a dispenser that allows you to quickly and easily and in a touchless fashion, if possible, dispense it to a, a single-use disposable souffle cup, um, 
you know, you've seen a lot more of those in the market uh, recently because, um, you know, there's a lot more takeout happening. We're seeing a, a rise in demand for solving for that. And uh, um, I think that's going to, uh, to stay. Uh, I think people eventually come back to dining inside, um, maybe not to the same levels as before. It might take some time, but it will come. Uh, and um, more importantly, I think um, packaging that is um, quality and uh, also talks to sustainability for the takeout side of the business and, and how that works with providing um, uh, condiments is is going to continue to be important. So we might see some changes there. You know, the old, you know, the souffle cups of today might not be the ones of tomorrow uh, for kind of point of use dispense instead of buying prepackaged uh, potentially. So, yeah. And I would expect server to be on the forefront of that. David, this was a great conversation. I really appreciate taking the time. And for our listeners out there, go to server hyphenproducts.com to check out the full line of server products and you know everybody until the next time on the parts cast look forward to seeing you thank you Eric.